Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey everyone, it's Caroline from G Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G Thanks, visit gthanksjustboughtit.com slash episodes. See you there. Welcome to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It. It's the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sally Tamarkin. Hey, Sally. Caroline. Sally. How the hell are you? You know, I'm doing well. We just checked our mics. We all remember AudioGate mm, of Who February. Forget? Who could it forget? An, it was an inside job. It was an inside job. Um, a little update before we get into today's episode. They are just dropping um, HBO Max to Ma- just Max. Mm-hmm. How did the real John Max oust? Uh, what is his name? Uh, Timothy HBO from the deal. I think that the real John Max has been angling for this for a long time. We all know that seem, Timothy that. was his rival. Um, mm-hmm. And that he wanted to overtake him. I mean, you're watching Succession now, Caroline. You know how all this works I in the know. corporate uh, world. I know. And that some say Succession is based on like the Murdoch family, but I'm like, it's all, it's not. It's based on the Max slash HBO rival. People only say that because they don't know about the real John Max. <laughs> That's right. But we all know. We do. We all know. Oh, Succession is so good. <laughs> Any of you heard of this show? I binged. Uh, I mean, I just started season four, so I'm not at the episode yet. Okay. But I just bi- – I, I binged all of the first three seasons in like two and a half weeks. I'm so proud of you. That's amazing. I'm also not caught up. I'm, I haven't seen the most recent episode. Okay. Um. So wait. So are you up to the most recent one? No, I'm up to this. I'm on season four, episode two, and I believe oh, 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 the oh, big the big episode is episode three. I so, see. Okay, great. Um, I I sort of gleaned what happens based on the many tweets and spoilers I saw, but it's also like, I mean, yeah, of course, whatever they say happens has to happen anyway. Yeah. Um, all of that to say, I'm obsessed with it, and it's a masterclass in writing three-dimensional characters because somehow I feel bad and empathetic to all of these horrible people. Horrible people. We uh, had a chivroy tree topper um, for our (gasps) Christmas tree, which I made um, by printing out a color photo of chivroy and then uh, putting it on like cardstock and putting it on the top of our tree. May I copy that? Please. I would love that. I might do 
A Jerry tree chopper? Also a great choice. <laughs> I'm a Jerry head. Yeah. Listen, um, I respect that. I love that for you. I love Shiv. I love I love them all. They are all perfectly imperfect. I, I am writing-wise, I love Roman. Mm-hmm. Um I love the Roman and Jerry thing. It's so sick. And it's so perfect. disturbing. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, so yeah. disturbing and also incredibly perfect and spot on and wouldn't change a thing. I definitely um, think that Kieran Culkin is doing something that will be remembered as uh just profoundly disgusting <laughs> and <laughs> like, but in in a good way, like for his craft. I think people yes. are gonna be like, this is a master class in being this particular kind of gross. It is so I love I love when Jerry calls him a slime puppy because mm-hmm. that is um basically it. Uh yeah, Karen Culkin is um they're all so good. They're all it's perfectly cast. I I read the um infamous Jeremy Strong New Yorker profile back when it came out, but I didn't watch the show. Mm-hmm. I you know, as a theater kid, I felt like I could still appreciate what I was reading. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I've gone back and read it again. And it's so great. I just love the talk of the method acting. He seems so exhausting. Um, exhausting. And I love how Brian Cox is um, equally exhausted by him. Totally. (laughs) English actors are just like, uh, well, actually, is Brian Cox English or maybe he's Scottish? I just... uh, He's non-American. Sorry to be offensive, but I call anyone who's from England or nearby countries English. English. That makes sense. Um, I feel like actors, let me say it a different way, from England... Ireland, Scotland, and Wales, who are some of our best actors, are so much more casual about their craft. Like they're out here doing Shakespeare, but they're not all like overwrought, like Jeremy Strong. They're just like, yeah, I mean, like you're pretending to be, you just pretend. I'm playing make yeah, yeah, What yeah. do you want me to tell you? Yeah, that's the whole point. I'm I'm just pretending to be this person. And Jeremy Strong hasn't broken character since like 2017. N- never, never, not once. Have you <laughs> seen the video that he did for like? I feel like it's either like GQ or Esquire or something, some like magazine that does um, what are the five things you can't live without. And most people are like, um, like this is my, like the face lotion that I can't live without. This is like my noise canceling headphones. He brought like, he did, they did a video with him and he brought a stack of like really intense like memorabilia that include like Things that he carried on him when playing different characters, poetry, just like I I feel like if you asked a 16-year-old who identifies as a poet to like talk about themselves, you would get this Jeremy Strong video. And it's like, it's like actually quite, I mean, I guess that like we all have to take a side when it comes to Jeremy Strong. Is he exhausting? And well, I guess he is exhausting. I guess the question is like, do you like that or do you not like it? But mm. this video is sort of like, I, I feel like you, I'll send it to you, Caroline. Like you sort of appreciate that he's just so earnest and this is just like everything to him. And he's just mm-hmm. like, he's not really like asking you to participate in it or care about it or think that he's incredible. He's just, just like, is this what is he does. just, yeah, this is just like how I am. So, 
I don't find that exhausting coupled with his performance on the show. I think if that's what you have to do, if that's your method, I think if we were doing like <laughs> Jeremy Strong is Jay and Silent Bob, like <laughs> I think it would be like a different, I would be like, okay, like relax. You know what I mean? But th- it is sort of the performance of a lifetime. And it's like, if this is your method, literally, mm-hmm. uh, to achieving what I consider to be like such an incredible performance, so fun to watch, so pitch perfect, then like, who am I to say? You know? I mean, yeah, sure. Brian Cox also amazing. Jeremy Strong is, I don't even, I could, it it is hard to believe he is anything other than Kendall Roy. I know. It's Um, like not clear to me where the line, I don't even know if there is one. And the other Mm -hmm. begins. Cause I've also seen Jeremy Strong, in like um like he wears all brown a lot which is like a Kendall thing which is like yep. brown is like one of those colors that like you don't see people usually walking around in like shades of brown but the people who yeah. do it besides Logan Eccles from Veronica Mars are <laughs> um are Kendall Roy and Jeremy Strong which I just I mm. think yeah I think he's like maybe slowly morphing into into him anyway it 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 does say something i it's such a it's such a great show and um i just don't understand how you all survived the two years in between like seasons three and four like didn't season three end like a year and a half ago yeah i think that we just like got obsessed with other stuff you know like house of the dragon premiered and can't imagine people are into all those star wars shows yeah other john max joints exactly Um, I mean, this is why the payoff for me comes, you know, I went five years not knowing what anyone was talking about. I went five years without watching. But in the last three weeks, it's been so satisfying to be like, I don't have to wait a week. I don't have to wait a year. It's all right here in front of me. There's really something to be said for, you know, like, yes, you miss out on the the discourse. But to be fair, the discourse is usually pretty annoying. And then the upside is that you don't ever have to wait, which is great. I would I would say the discourse was honestly the thing keeping me from watching the show for so long. That makes so much sense to me. So annoying. Everyone's so annoying. Like, myself included. So annoying. I mean, yeah, of course, myself included. But also, like, I'm allowed to be annoying. I'm me. Yeah. Well, to me, I'm just me. But everyone else is annoying. Everyone else is annoying. But like, and I I assume people think that about me too, and that's fine. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is that like, if you're gonna tweet about a popular TV show. You have to know that unless you're one of like three to five people, yeah, like you don't really have anything to add to the conversation. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, right. Sorry to everyone who's not like Hunter Harris, but like probably sure. just like gracefully bow out of this one. Or just understand that like it's just annoying. Like you can just say anything you want at any time, but also like just the main idea is going to be like, hmm. Yeah. No, that's so right. I think like more people, it's like it's not it's not necessarily like don't talk about this stuff. It's just like talk about it and know that you may it may be received poorly. Yeah, that no one's like clamoring for your opinion, just as Although, no one is clamoring for I will say, yeah, Caroline, I yes. as someone who has fo- not followed my own advice and tweeted about succession, I thought that like my tweet when the Oedipal hits about uh Roman and Jerry is like I mean uh, Oh that's a that's a yeah Roman great and Jerry. Pretty good, tweet. right? But you know what? I didn't I'm not like a I'm not an elite like tweet crafter in the sense that like 
I could have paired it with like a better screenshot. I could have phrased it better. It's like an idea that like in the hands of someone who's better at tweeting and funnier, it would have been like a good tweet. Yeah. Okay. I un- I understand. Like I feel like when the edit like that that tweet in the not not to say yours isn't the right account, but like imagine if it was like a Richard Lawson. Like if Richard Lawson tweeted when the, like you should be a tweet ghostwriter. That's what I should do for, for the elite tweeters. That's such a good. I love that because that's an incredible tweet. It's, it's an a incredible tweet. joke. It's such genius. A, thank you. Now I feel I'm really glad I brought it up. Here's the thing: if you tweet something and it doesn't get the reception you were hoping, bring it up on a podcast. Yeah, and if your co-host your compliments you, it. and it's it's like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's almost it's multiple retweets from me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The, now I under before we move on. Now I do understand at the end of season three because I just finished season three yesterday, um, and I gasped at the end of season three. And now I understand all of the tweets that came in at the end of season three, which were because I remember everyone at the same time tweeting Tom Wamsgans yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Do you um, know that we almost named Miles Tom Wamsgans? I do then, remember that from the group chat. From the group chat. Yeah, oh, but no, then, maybe Manny. No. No, it was one it, of them you were thinking about it. Yeah, it was Miles. But we we decided like this show like – it's, you know, Miles a lot is Sally's of, cat, not, oh, not yeah. like human my child, child. <laughs> my son. It's my child, Tom Wamsgans. First name, Tom, middle name, Wamsgan. Tom Wamsgans to Morgan. No, but yeah, so like we were just, you know, like all those people like named their children after Khaleesi, you mm-hmm. know, in Game of Thrones. And then she turned out to like kill an entire city. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, shoot, we shouldn't have done that. We didn't want to have mm-hmm. that experience. And like you can, even, even after season one, you don't want to go around naming your pets after any of the succession characters. They're all like no. awful. But I just love the name Tom Wamsgan so much. I think that whoever came up with that name should be recognized. Be, be yeah. yeah, be given a key to some city. <laughs> I I think just a, a cat's name as just Wamsgans is good. really funny. Um Though I would absolutely – I think knowing how awful all the succession characters are, I think that's like a perfect opportunity to be like they can't get any worse and also we were expecting them to get – like I would name a, a cat Romulus and I am obsessed every time that Brian Cox Romulus. calls yeah. Roman Romulus. It's so funny to me. Even though that's his name, it's just so funny. So Sally, we yes. have a few things to talk about. Um there, there are things that come up in the Facebook group often and there are things that like always have – there's like no ever set right, wrong. Um, but it's one of the it's, – it's the worst thing that you can ask for a recommendation for from a huge group of people because there is never an overwhelming answer. And the topic is socks. Everyone – is really opinionated about socks. It starts arguments. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is no peace when someone brings up socks. And so before we really get into the products of today and what we're talking about, I got to know when it comes to socks, what are you wearing? I'm one of those people who has a strong opinion and starts fights. Let's um, do it. Let's start a fight. So, I used to be a runner, and when I was a runner, I didn't know that. Yes, I used to run a lot, and then it just I moved on to other forms of exercise. 
Um, I learned, and also at the same time, I was like in media, like writing, you know, like where product roundups and recommendations are a big thing. So I learned yeah. about how if you run in cotton socks, your feet get really sweaty and then they either get really hot or really cold and you get blisters. Like, And so I started running exclusively in moisture wicking socks. Okay. It makes such a huge difference. You go on a long winter run even if you're are those wool? I mean, is that the same thing? Some of them are. Some of them are okay. wool or wool blend, smart wool, whatever. They make a huge difference because like when you're the biggest thing that wool socks have going for them, you, you probably know this from the wool industrial complex, is that mm. when your feet get wet, they don't get cold like in the winter. Yeah. Um, so I started exclusively wearing moisture wicking socks for running. Huh. And then I was like, why am I wearing cotton socks? Anytime, like this is ridiculous. Like I, I could be wicking the moisture away from my feet all the time. So right, let's not just let's just not just single out the running moments. Exactly. So now I exclusively wear. I'm proud to be a brand ambassador for darn tough socks. I'm not really a brand ambassador, but I am in my heart. <laughs> in your heart, yeah. Okay. I, we- I wear darn tough exclusively. Um in life and in exercise, the only time I wear cotton socks is when I'm just going to be like walking around the house like on the weekend or whatever. Otherwise, we're wicking moisture, baby. Interesting. You know, no one has brought up darn tough, I don't think, in any of the threads. So I'm going to need you to tell us more about that. But also like the one question everyone's going to ask you is like, but what about Bombas? Bombas, I'm I'm not a Bombas head. I mean, they're cotton. I don't think they aren't aren't all Bombas cotton. I have no idea. I mean, that's the thing is like, I, well, I'll get into my sock preferences in a minute, but like, I mean, maybe, but like, I would assume at this point, because Bombas have taken over the sock market, that they're covering all of the different. But here's the you thing: know? I'm looking at the website now to see what we're working with. Tell me, yeah. More. I just I feel like Bombas is like one of these brands that has really good like branding and like their socks tell really nice color stories and they've <laughs> you know broken into like you know Instagram or whatever. I don't I don't necessarily think they're better socks, but I could now now listen, my knowledge of this comes you from You are going to get torn apart. Torn apart. Just absolutely roasted and dragged. Yeah. Yeah. Into a into the sun. But here's the thing. I got when I was at BuzzFeed, someone sent us Bombas to try. And at least at that point, their socks were cotton. And I was like, not into it. Yeah, you're cute, but are you wicking moisture? I also really like a thin sock. That's the other thing. I do not like a thick sock. And Bombas I experienced as really thick. I want to do the thing where when people report on someone who's been charged with a crime. They say allegedly because they don't want to get like legally – they don't want to be legally yeah, yeah, liable. Yeah, yeah. Legally, I just you want to protect like, yourself. Right. So to protect myself, I'm going to say allegedly Bombas are all really thick and I don't like thick socks. <laughs> and allegedly they don't wick people, moisture. People are going to lose their minds at you. I just have to tell you. I'm, I'm looking – okay. What are Bombas made of? Our socks include a variety of materials. Okay. Always a – if you start, which yep. may include extra long staple cotton blend, merino wool blend, and a poly cotton blend. Um, everything. Okay, okay. I know everyone out there is a Bombas head. Mm-hmm. I just have to say that on the website, it is really interesting that like all of the 
you know, pr- uh, all of the material under the water bomb is made of literally all kind of say allegedly. They say like well, bombas may contain. Yeah. Listen, I'm looking at a pair of their running socks right now, their ankle socks. The other thing, by yeah. the way, is that I like either a no show or a crew length. Is that what's called? Is you it wanna, called you're all is in or shirts? all out. Oh, you I'm don't all see, in or all out. I lean I in or I lean out sock wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here, this is um, women's running ankle socks, lightweight, purpose built for running, working out movement. Bomba's hex tech construction for breathability and moisture wicking. Okay. Proprietary poly slash cotton blend yarns. I'm not putting cotton on my feet when I work out. This is what I'm saying. Like mm. they're calling it, they're like, it's our special proprietary material. Don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. It has cotton so, in it. It's cotton. What do you mean? I mean, look, I think yeah, I, you can't own cotton. Mm-mm. Leslie Cotton owns cotton, and that's we all know that. That's the whole thing. It's that's right. what I mean. We all know about Leslie Leslie's Cotton's family rise to cotton ownership. <laughs> but Bombas, though. Okay, as a non-worker outer, like mm-hmm. the cotton versus wool versus moisture wicking conversation just does not apply to me because like the second I start sweating, my workout is over. You know what I mean? That's but what the about sign. when you're like just walking around and like your uh your feet get sweaty. Does that not happen to you? It's, the other thing is I think some people sweat in the foot and other people mm. don't. I am not much of a foot sweater. Okay. Um according to me. You know what I mean? Those who know me better might say otherwise. But I think it's uh, I think it's your opinion of your foot sweat that matters most. It also depends on climate. Like I just don't live in a place where my feet are ever really going to get wet or cold. So yeah, I'm just not a foot sweater. Um if I have a sock on, no matter what the material, it just won't sweat. That's like the protectant for me. I mean, listen, I think that Maybe I'm lucky, maybe I'm special, you know. The answer say. is have your mm-hmm. feet or move to LA where the climate yeah. is hostile <laughs> yeah. to foot sweating and then you can wear bombas. And then you can wear bombas. Now listen, I let the bombas are cute. I wish that I could wear a bomba, but let me tell you about darn tough. Let me t- let you let you tell me about darn tough. Yeah, have, please. Have you heard the good news about darn tough socks? Forty nine percent merino wool. That's what the hell I'm talking about. Forty seven percent nylon, four percent lycra. No cotton we're at wicking, all. We're wicking moisture, people. No. What is what does that mean, really? No one knows. It's impossible no. to know. <laughs> this is like the LED conversation. Yeah. We're like, yeah, no one knows. And it turns out everyone knows. And we're like, mm, who can, who knows? Okay. Well, well like, so these are, these who are, who can say? Who can say? I could never Google that information. So darn tough socks, allegedly, because I want to protect myself, have no cotton in them. They have no cotton and they only contain moisture wicking. I mean, you're familiar with nylon. That shit dries I am quickly. familiar. Like, you're right. I think- I think we but all nylon know. nylon is, is sweaty. Nylon, to me, is sweaty. That's like a sweat material to me. Like a windbreaker-esque. Uh, are windbreakers nylon? nylon? Yeah. Nylon's like a kind of plastic. Now, hold on. I don't, there's no <laughs> way to know, Carolyn. I'm just saying things now. Um, I guess, I guess like, I don't know. I find like windbreaker athletic-esque material. I guess a lot of it is nylon to be like Yeah, you're right. They are breathable nylon. Yeah. But these are only half. They're also half wool. 
Okay, maybe it's the half that really sets the stage for success. I mean, I think so. I've had the other thing about Darn Tough that I really like is that they uh last forever. Like I I am wearing Darn Am I wearing Darn Tough or am I wearing Smart Pool? I'm wearing I'm wearing Darn Tough socks that I got for Christmas in from my in-laws in like 2014. Oh, wow. And they're going so strong. So they last. Mage. I mean, maybe maybe Bombas do too, but I'm just well, saying. that's the thing that keeps coming up in the Bombas conversation in the Facebook group, which is that they often do get holes in them. That's well, what people say. Well, but well. their customer service is amazing. They replace the socks. Oh. They – no questions asked, which is like also a very reasonable um, – reason to be brand loyal, right? Customer service is like, I would say 75% of the game because like you can't guarantee a sock forever. That's just bad business. So if you are going to give so much lip service to how great your socks are and then you're going to get holes in them. Yeah. I would hope that the second someone contacts you about that, you kind of are like, yeah, no problem. Like we'll send you a replacement pair of socks. It's like the LL Bean return policy. Um, Totally. You know, it's like we stand by our product. And like you want a product that's going to charge you that much for socks. You would hope that they make a sort of brand statement about standing by their product. That's important. But there were so many people who were like, yeah, my Bombas got holes in them after like four wears or like after like six washes. And that okay, that scares he, me a little. I'm not going to lie. I, it scares me. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that like after a year – their their socks were getting holes and they were getting replaced, which I, I personally want my socks to last longer than a year. So that wouldn't really do it for me. But a few mm-hmm. washes. I don't know, man. I think Bombas is like allegedly one of these mm-hmm. companies that makes something that has they just have really good brand recognition. Like I said, they tell good color stories and people associate them with quality, even if they're not necessarily mm. quality. I mean, look, I just that's Disclaimer, those are Sally's words, not mine. So start this is not them the them in the in the Facebook group. I this is not, not the official um position <laughs> of G Thanks just bought it. I mean, honestly, it it kind of is because here we are. Um <laughs> I like I like Bombas, but also like I don't think I have the highest expectations for my socks. And I am not as picky because I'm also not like doing I don't have a sweaty foot. And I'm not really working out. So for me, socks are like, are they falling down? You know, like, Mm -hmm. do they feel good on my foot? I don't know. Like my uh, rubric, I guess, for sock rating is different than yours. But for darn – I always get confused about wool socks. Like, aren't they hot? I don't like wool at all. I won't wear a wool sweater. It makes me feel itchy and claustrophobic. So – so th- maybe, these maybe are like it's different with wool socks, but I've always just heard the word wool and thought, no, not for me. Thanks. So there's like that thick, itchy wool, but yeah. then there's also now. Listen, there's no way to know about different types of wool and there how isn't. they make it. There isn't, and we would never, and we would never look it up. We're just we would say it because no. the, there's no way to know. We're not going to spend our time it's trying to find answers that don't exist. None of my exist. business. None of it's my. It's none business. of my business. Yeah, but um. But there's like merino wool, which is I think what most of these socks are made of. And yep. they're not thick. They're not itchy. Um, the thing about wool, wool famously mm. keeps you warm in winter and cool in summer. It's like a very feels, high 
a, like a lie, big wool lie. <laughs> you have wool. wool it's sorry, for winter, I meant to say and then allegedly. They've, they've allegedly rebranded to be like, no, but you can also wear us in summer. The yeah, warmest man. material. I'm Sally. You're you calling bullshit. You're in the pocket of big wool, and it's obvious I, by this conversation. I came no. here making huge assertions, and I <laughs> have no claims. facts to back them up. <laughs> Just your passion. Just my passion. So merino wool, I get that. That's different than like 100% wool sweater itch, itch, itch. But like you're telling me a thick wool sock is actually great to keep you cool on a 95-degree day? Well, listen to this. Listen to listening. Listen to this from shepherdsdream.com. <laughs> yes. Okay. Wool absorbs moisture from the atmosphere of greater humidity to create a drier environment as a way of maintaining balance. This mm. means in the winter, wool helps to hold in your body heat, while in summer, wool helps to cool your body off. I'm realizing in real time that my favorite slippers obviously are glare ups or glur ups. Do you know about these? No. They are. <laughs> now I'm laughing thinking about what I've just said. 100% wool slippers. But I don't oh. associate them with the wool of my itch of the winter. And How do you spell the, that? Oh, here we go. G-L-E-R-U-P-S. Oh, yeah. Um, I've seen these on these, these are like LLB, right? Amazing. They might sell them. They're um, seriously some of the most comfortable slippers I own. Um, Got them as a gift one year, and they will last forever. But the whole thing about these, now it's all making sense to me. I love to learn in real time. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a sponge. Give me all the knowledge. Sure. Um, you're not supposed to wear socks with these. That's the whole point. But then don't your feet get sweaty? Oh, no, but you're saying they're wool. because they're wool. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and my God. we have just come full circle on the wool. They keep your feet cool. You can wear them in the summer. You can wear them in the winter. I can't believe I forgot I have a case study for big wool in my house that I recommend to so many people. But it just doesn't – it's like it's like felted wool in a way. I don't know. I just think about wool sweaters and I'm like, no. But – the glare ups I, are like a lifelong. You should get these, Sally. You would love them. Well, I was going to say, I need them really bad because I always wear socks with my slippers because no, I don't. No, you don't need to do that here. Like when my feet sweat. Because I think. Oh, you won't be sweating in these. Yeah, these aren't wool. They're faux fur. Yeah, I need to get. You got to get these. And get I'm the ones these. with the grippy bottom because you could like run out to the mailbox in them. Like. I'm always running so, to the mailbox. And I'm always running to the mailbox. I never walk. I'm constantly you can't, running. You can't walk. To, it's illegal in many you know, states. I ha you, you have your indoor shoes. You have your outdoor shoes. But then you have your indoor-outdoor shoes, which are like, you know, the dog walking shoes, the like going across the street to get coffee shoes. Like the glare-ups have different styles. I have the like short boot version, but I really love the like little slip-on cloth. I think I'm going to go slip-on. See, I I have exclusively outdoor and exclusively indoor. I don't like to walk inside and in anything that's been outside. Mm. So I would I would use these as as indoor and then I just have sneakers that I slip on when I need to do my sprint to the mailbox. Well, I would still recommend the grippy sole, and, and especially if you have wood floors. Just No, defi slip, I'm definitely. It's happening. From a slippery perspective. But they are just from so- a, You know I'm a safety head. You're a safety head. Exactly. They're so comfortable and they're wool. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, like how could I have been so blind- 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, from farm to foot is their whole thing. It's always been a clear objective produce all of our to produce all of our products with care for human and for nature. All of our models are designed in Denmark and manufactured at our own factory in Romania. We aspire to the highest quality and therefore we demand a strict quality control in the production, what I love. Our skilled staff work our skilled sca- staff work conscientiously and are conscious of the company's and the customer's quality requirements. So their wool mix is Glareups started with wool from their own Gotland sheep. Over the years, we have found the perfect mix of wool to give your Glareups a long life. I will say I have had mine for five years and there's nothing wrong with them. Um, well, well, well. And I and LL Bean slippers get a lot of wrecks, but that faux fur wears down quickly and gets sweaty. It does. Uh, it mix, does. It gets so sweaty. That is sweaty. We mix Scotland wool from Denmark with quality crossbreed white wool from New Zealand, New Zealand, all of which lives up to the highest standards for uniform quality and animal welfare. 100% pure natural wool is used for our slippers, which either have a soft leather sole or natural rubber, except for the baby shoes, which have no outsole. Wool is temperature regulating. Many people use wool to keep warm, but in fact, wool can also keep the body feel cool. Uh, well, big wool, well, add well. it again. Wool absorbs moisture, you're right, without feeling damp, up to 70% by by weight, by the way. This significantly outperforms synthetic fibers or cotton. It's particular uh, it's particularly advantageous in the summer when it's hot outside. Okay, I mean, maybe big wool has to do a better job at being like, this is a summer material. It's true because I feel like more people need to know why no one is talking about this. This is I should tweet about how no one is talking about this. No one's talking about wool. We've been so distracted by our phones. We got our head in our phones. Social media. <laughs> Social media. The woke succession. Mob. The woke <laughs> Antifa. Um, <laughs> wool. Wool is self cleaning. Now they're just. Now, now, now they are I'm just pissing suspicious. on my leg. And now yeah. they are just pissing on my leg and telling me it's wool. Because that <laughs> if wool is a natural product with self-cleaning properties. This is due to the natural fat of the wool fiber, linolin. As the sheep get wet, a process is created between the linolin and the sheep's natural basic salts from perspiration. This is science, which together, this is women in STEM. This is wool and stem. To some extent, we benefit from the same characteristics when the wool is transformed into a blouse or a pair of slippers. A wool blouse. Okay. Therefore, it is not necessary <laughs> to wash wool products very often. It's better off just to let them breathe in for a nice day in the garden. I mean, really? Big wool I mean, is telling me to go hang my wool in the garden. Uh, which I already do. I don't even need that advice. I'm constantly putting my wool in the garden. I'm. I, you, when am I you not? Need the, you need these slippers. I can't even believe I have like. I just pretended I was so anti-wool when I'm so pro-wool. You're so. You're with me in the pocket of big wool. 
<laughs> I'm in the wool pocket of big wool. And I'm oh, warm I, and I'm hot and it's summer it's, and it's winter. <laughs> it's keeping you cool. The pocket is keeping you cool. It's keeping you warm. It's wicking That's moisture. Right. It's an amazing place to be. Wow. I'm this is like actually like socks aren't my feet do get sweaty in a sweaty slipper. That's kind of it. That um, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's, that doesn't happen like in a Converse. It doesn't happen in my Hoka's. Like I oh, wear I whatever sock with any others, but in a in a sweaty slipper, my feet get hot, and I do not like the feeling of my feet getting hot. Because if your feet are hot, now I understand. Because what I experience when I wear a sweaty slipper is what you say you experience when you wear cotton when you work out. Yeah. Which is like when your feet get hot, your entire body temperature is like irregulated. Sweaty, sweaty slipper syndrome. Yeah, your whole body. It's Miz. It's Miz. I used to not even be able to pee with shoes on because I didn't like feeling constricted as a child. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's <laughs> so funny and weird and adorable. It's like weird and adorable. And then like it's one of those things where you like kind of get older and, and then you go to college where like you're sharing a bathroom with people or like you know, you're like in this routine where like school is also home and like I'm you and also you can't really go barefoot into the bathroom at college. Mm -mm. No, no, no. And that kind of made me realize like, but I don't want to be wearing shoes when I'm peeing. (laughs) And, you know, you find out a lot about yourself. That's a that's why they say college is a time for self-discovery, because I realized that I just wanted to be barefoot in the bathroom. <laughs> That's the main reason. I, you know, I, I have like a conflicted relationship to being barefoot. I don't even mm. really like to be barefoot in my home. I like I like a barrier between my foot and like the world. A then you will slipper. love the glare ups. You I'm really the will. Glare-up. I'm it really so excited. Much like glow up. I'm so distracted by it. It is a foot glow up, and it's, it's just, it's just such. Also, like go on their website. the The quality of their website is really incredible. They have like just a video of like you know, the sheep, <laughs> just like having a lovely life. Um, just knowing that they provide moisture wicking. Yeah. Uh, they're like, yeah. here we are in the summer and here we are in the winter. Um, Comfortable at all times. Do you care? Do you, would you, would, are you more likely to be wearing a um, uh, ankle? Uh, sorry, not an ankle sock because no, none of us like ankle socks. A crew sock um, past the ankle into the shin or a no show? Um, in the warm weather, a no show. Okay. In the any other time of year, a crew. Have you tried? Because no shows. The problem with no shows is they always slip down past the heel. Yeah. Um. And another thing of my childhood is that like a thing that my parents will always say, "Oh, this is a thing you were always like." I was very sensitive to the to the sensory of the mm. of a sock slipping down. Oh, interesting. And I would like cry about it and I would just say my socks are all crumbly down. Oh, that's so cute. Isn't that so cute? But it was just a thing I was really super sensitive to. So still as an adult, like I find that the no-show socks, similarly to other big socks, uh, promise a lot and often don't deliver. But my friend Lee introduced me to Ondo socks. Okay, I'm listening. And they are really really good no-shows like they will not slip now are um, they real non-show on no-show because you know some no-show socks you put them on and it's like this is showing you're like this is show show this, this is, show is not show. <laughs> this is not no show it's show show um they actually have different cuts so okay. it kind of depends on the sneaker um or the shoe that you are 
trying to not show a sock under. So they have like a low cut no show, I believe. Yeah, I'm looking at their website right now. And they have like, um, here, I'll show you. Let me send you this website. Um, they have different cuts, but they will not come off. And they will, and I'm particular and I'm sensitive and I've been sensitive ever since I was a child. It was like the first thing I was sensitive about. Um, I'm going to get these because I'm always, so they, they don't, what do they have like grippy ankles or something? I just put them in the chat. Um, between us, they do. Um, they have, I mean, I have so many, I have so many sock tabs open right now. I just opened darn tough. Then I open glare ups and I like, it's just full sock. Your so ads are going to be amazing. Oh, I know. these look really comfy. Yeah, they're really – and they will last. Um, I have a pair of the cotton, but they do have merino wool, so don't worry. Okay, good. Um, Phew. They have, like, yoga socks, which are, like, extremely grippy on the bottom. They have, <gasps> Merino like, wool no-show socks. Oh, right. my God. I know. And they have, like – the. did you see the low cut versus the regular cut? Yes. I never knew that my love for no-show, my combined for merino wool – could ever be put together. I'm so excited that they can be. Yeah. And they, and you save, you save 5% on the pack of four. Like, I guess, you know, buying them gets you a couple bucks off. They're not cheap. It's almost $60 for a pack of four socks. The thing about socks too is like, so not hard, but like so uh, frustrating to put them in the wash because they disappear into the black hole of socks. Like I, what's, what's your method when, if you're wearing the same socks that you wore, you know, almost a decade ago, Mm -hmm. like what's your process when you put them in the wash? Because you have to have something beyond just a regular wash because everyone knows like there's always a rogue sock in the drawer. You're always like, sometimes when you're being lazy, you like pair up two socks that aren't a pair. Yeah. You know, like what's your, do you have a system? I just, I just let go and let God. I mean, really? I will, yeah, I will say that n- my no-show socks. I bought I a bunch last summer, and now they all seem to be gone. And Andrea says that she did not take them. So the no, the no-show wow, alleged, socks, allegedly, allegedly, please. <laughs> the no-show socks. I the the really really no-show ones that are essentially just like covering your toes and like yeah. a little bit of your heel. Yeah. Those I do have a hard time keeping track of because. They're like this big, like they're so tiny. But right. so otherwise, I, I haven't had a I haven't had a problem. But these Andos, they they look fairly substantial. Like I, they do. You they know, are. I feel like I wouldn't lose them. But you know, some people like put a safety pen, you know, and they they like pin a pair together and wash That's them. That's so much work. I mean, what Emma? It's not. You know what I mean? Like, what is this? Nineteen fifty six. I mean, Lisa Smile, a safety pin, a safety people pen. own safety pins. I don't I, even think I, that's true. I don't, and Allegedly. I wouldn't even know where to get these <laughs> alleged safety, safety pins. Pin. No one, you can't find. No one knows where you to get them. You can't buy them anymore. No, you, you can't. can't even. They're never on sale. Um, I I did a thing for a while, which is like you know, it's it, this is a true January thing from. It's like this is the year I don't lose a sock and I keep them all together. They're um those like mesh laundry bags. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Small oh, that's ones. such a good idea. Instead of putting the socks into the hamper, I used to, again, I don't do this anymore because I got lazy and I fell off of it. But when I was feeling like 
organized about my laundry. I literally attached with a rubber band a mesh bag or like a what did I do? Like a keychain? Something. Something that attached to my hamper. And instead of putting socks in the hamper, I just put them in the mesh bag. And that actually really helped. And then I would wash the mesh bag as itself. Like you just That's throw in the mesh idea. bag. That's so Thank smart. You. It is so smart, but it is the extra step. And if you fall off, it's hard to fall back, climb back on that wagon, you know? Maybe I'll I, start it up again. It does. It did actually work. Maybe I'll buy a bunch of like really nice socks and as a treat to me, a person who has never not bought things as a treat. Right. Um, and then I will get back into my mesh bag sock. I'll link a mesh bag for the show notes because they're on Amazon and they're, those are easy. I think that's a great idea. I mean, I it's true that it is extra work, but to me, that's not a kind of extra work that would like be prohibitive. Like I think I would Wow, you're more evolved than I am in terms of extra work, I guess is what if you're it was if it if it was one nanosecond more time consuming or labor intensive, I would not do it. But it, this, <laughs> for whatever reason, this particular thing seems like yeah. I could do it. But you know, we'll see if I actually do. I say this now, well, allegedly. I, that's what I'm telling. Exactly, allegedly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how hard can it be? And it turns out, you know, changing your routines are hard. But like, it is. And maybe I just didn't figure out like the method that made it the easiest for me. And maybe I'll go back and now try to figure like, what about it? Like, wasn't easy, you know, like what about it? Wasn't, it it shouldn't be that hard. So what there, I must've been missing something anyway, you know, something to to start journaling about about it. I, and that'll help you you say that as if I, I don't have multiple journals full of my thoughts on the mesh bag and the socks that you're right. I, I made an assumption, which I, you were like, allegedly you never journaled about it. And I was like, allegedly I did. And Um, this is a, this is a, an instance where I'm glad I said allegedly, because you could have sued me for defamation. (laughs) And I might still because and you might I'm, still. I'm very litigious. As you're we feeling all know. defamed, and you're very litigious. That's the major <laughs> thing about Caroline. People are going to hear this, Sally. Okay, and they're going to say she didn't even journal about her sock journey. So how could she know anything about her sock journey? I've and it's like you don't reputation. even know him. Exactly. Thank you so much. I feel like we packed a lot of punch into this sock conversation, and I am so looking forward to the explosion of the Bomba's heads. It was almost a tr- too good of a troll episode to do. I hope um, that Bomba's heads know if they haven't already turned off this episode in <laughs> a rage. If they aren't already suing us. I want you to know <laughs> that I I see you and I respect you. Absolutely. And there's no part of me that thinks that anything you're doing is wrong or bad. Just know. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just know that – Everyone has to make their own personal choices about the socks they wear. It's it's between you and your God. Yeah. You can't have government interference with socks. No. That would be too far. In 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 2023, that would be too far. Way too um, far. I can't I I'm gonna just I'm gonna rev up the old sock thread again in the Facebook group when this episode comes out. I want people to fight. I also want you guys to find um, just an opponent, you know, like a, 
Red Rover, Red Rover situation or like <laughs> where everyone sort of it, in hockey, when two players are fighting, you kind of just find the closest player to you that's on the other team and you just <laughs> hit them. Just start throwing punches. <laughs> I think I want to see that in the sock thread. Um, but we'll link to the Ondo socks and the Darn Tough and the Glare Up Slippers. And yeah, we'll even link to the Bombas because I also want um, you guys to see on the website how they're like, yeah, these Bombas might contain these materials. Who can say allegedly? Um, and I'm also going to link to a pair that I uh, haven't talked about, but I found these like if you're a cotton sock person like me, um, Amazon has these really great white, easy crew socks that I've been really enjoying. Um, but those are for the non pickies. Um, and I would like not like I wouldn't, but <laughs> God bless all of you who aren't picky about your socks because it's like it's such a it's like if I could have one fewer thing in my life to like worry about and to think not about have an and, opinion about and, <laughs> yeah if I could have fewer opinions that would be great unfortunately it. it's not going to be socks for me I know I know all right well this was actually really great I'm excited that you're going to buy Ondo socks and glare ups I can't remember the last time we did an episode where you walked away having spent big bucks before the episode ended but I'm gonna it's gonna it's been happen a while You've I developed to, a tough skin about letting me influence you on things. I have, but I am – I mean, the glare-ups are definitely happening. The are definitely happening. The thing I have to do regarding the glare-ups is I have mm. to obsess a little bit about color. The size. Oh, the color. Size, I think I'm going to be okay. Um, but yeah. So anyway, I have some things to to figure out. But it's, you have it's some journaling happen. to do. I have okay. some journaling. I'm going to be doing a lot of journaling <laughs> in the next few days. I can't wait to hear the sock opinions. Um, and with that, we will see you next week for another episode. Everything's linked in the show notes. As always, join the Facebook group. It's uh, lively and it will be sure to be more lively after this episode. Follow us on Instagram. Do things just bought it pod. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. You just listened to another episode of Do Things Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 245 0736 with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G Thanks and friends.